I am excited because we are going to start. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 160 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where I start the show sometimes prematurely. prematurely. Uh, uh, we were thinking the same thing. <laughs> Basically. Yep. See, a little uh, behind the scenes for people not in the know is we've been doing a new thing where Sin will often count down to start the podcast, and then I do the little spiel at the beginning. But this time, I just started it. Exactly. You got a little trigger happy, as I like to say? I guess. But, you know, I'm ready to go. I I just had a uh, Culver's Deluxe Burger. Pretty good. Um, did you have some yummy food, it sounded like? Yeah, grilled out chicken, uh, some steak. Uh, they made some hush puppies or some mashed potatoes in there. It was good stuff. Had breakfast earlier. And... Yes. You had breakfast? Yep. <laughs> and uh, took the wife for a pedicure. And if you're wondering, yes, I did participate. It's always good to get uh, the, those leg massages in. Yeah. I uh, Did you get any nail paint? Sometimes I'll go with like a gray or a black when I get a pedicure. Uh, no, I will definitely not do color, but I do get the clear. Clear is okay. Color is not. Yeah, it is. Especially like black or gray. It's kind of cool. <clears throat> kind of uh, cool. No, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, I went kind of out of town this weekend. Just uh, my in-laws live in a, a city an hour and a half away. And uh, the valley is kind of um, known as like a destination area from people that live in Salt Lake. Of course, my wife grew up there. So she's like, eh, it's not a big deal. But we're like, hey, we'll just visit them last minute this weekend. Uh, I booked an overnight because we don't at a hotel because we don't like to, you know, stay at their house uh, just because of, you know, the accommodations. And right. um, and in the town, it's pretty cheap to get a hotel too, <laughs> in comparison at least to many other places, especially because I know the game to play with Priceline. I don't know if you've ever used Priceline, the Express deals. Anyone ever heard of that? Nope. Don't even know what that is. Yeah, let us know if you have, but Priceline has this thing where you get to pick a class of hotel, like a two-star, two-and-a-half, three-star, whatever. You pick the class, and then it'll tell you a price, and the price is usually like 25 to 50% cheaper than the, the normal price, but they won't tell you what hotel you're getting. They're just going to guarantee a certain class of hotel, but not what it is. Well, you can often do research, or if you've been in that city before, you know what you're going to get. So I knew I was going to get the La Quinta in this area and uh so i knew it was a good deal for that i've done this game many other times so i would get it for much cheaper booking it that way however i picked the wrong oh the other the other thing about this is there's no refunds or anything change dates or refunds because they say since you're going for a cheaper price for the hotel just once you get it you have to do it you can't back out well silly me out of like many, like my whole life, this is the first time I've ever booked a hotel on the wrong night. I, I was doing it like late Wednesday night this last week. Must have just been tired. Ooh. I picked the wrong date and I realized that right after I hit submit, I'm like, oh shit, I'm out $80. <laughs> so I wow. tried to like sell it to some friends, give it away to family members. No one was able to go. It was kind of a last minute thing. And then I had a book the next night also. <laughs> So we could actually do our getaway. Instead of just going so, a, uh, the day early? Well, 
we try it's a long story uh, i won't bore everyone i would have wanted to do that but my wife had a um commitment for a gig that she was in that she was even trying to get out of but the person who put it together has been really grumpy and bitchy lately and like you committed to this and blah 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 so my wife's like i'm not gonna fight against it but uh ah that's my story, but we did get out of town, long story short, and had fun, and then just got back a little while ago, visited the in-laws, and uh, and then I was hungry, so I got my butter burger from Culver's. Nice. Uh, Des, uh, what have you been up to, good sir? No, not the usual. And the uh, usual is how tall? <laughs> Sorry, silly joke. Uh, about 6'1". Actually, I don't know if I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. So good to know. I Man, I feel I, I feel short have. now. <laughs> you might have. Yeah. I, I might have at one point in time because I've been six one since I was like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Five which, seven here. You got me beat though by a lot. Yeah, with the only reason I know that is because well, I, I have measured a couple times, but uh, the first time I ever knew my height for sure was when I was doing basketball. Oh. And it was like a part of the physical, you know, some like mini physical or whatever, getting your weight, your height, you know, turning golf, yeah. all of those fun things. Yeah, all the measurements. Yeah. Mm hmm. Or, or did it's they do, cast. did we talk about this before with like me? Like, you're you're six one and three quarters, <laughs> or did they just do it the easy way? <laughs> oh, um, I have no idea. But nice. Okay, so you're up to six one. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, <laughs> I guess we can talk about. Um, I know something exciting. Does yes, did. I want to talk about this at the beginning of the show. All right. <laughs> I I'm, I've forgot about it and jumped in late, but. I think you, I don't know how long you had been in there, but I know you at least were in there before me. Oh, God. there at least an hour. Well, I, I guess been, I was. It had been at least an hour. <laughs> I know what you guys are talking about, too, and you can talk about that, but then, yeah, talk about what you've finished up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a very surprise uh, guest entrance to uh, this week's Guardian Downcast. I'm so surprised that. Gator didn't even know about it. Oh, uh, did Hazel or someone just drag you in without him knowing? Exactly. Oh. Uh, yeah, Hazel kind of masterminded the this thing to pull me, uh, RNG Gator, and Burning Wing in during <laughs> their community cast. You know, Gator's nightmare. <laughs> Oh man! So I only ca- caught some of the tail end of the show, so I didn't. I didn't hear anything too crazy going on by then. But was no, it glorious? No, the, oh no, it was glorious. <laughs> it was glorious. Uh, no clue how much Gators are going to like edit out or clean up or paywall. <clears throat> um, but no, yeah, it was. It was absolutely glorious. Things got. At, there were many, many times things got completely out of Gator's hands. So it was fantastic and oh. as everyone would hope. Enough that I should be happy or enough that I should feel bad for him? 
<laughs> nah, it probably wasn't that bad. No, nah, I'm sure it wasn't. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, but it seemed like you guys had a fun time. There was a lot of people in and out of the show, it seemed like. Yeah. Well, it, in and out was usually seemingly by accident, but no, no, there's a, there's a few good people. Like, there's uh, definitely a few good people to hear from in that episode. Uh, in our friend of the show, Mo. Uh, Salt was there. Uh, uh, G, drafty for at least 30 minutes. Spoiler alert, he passes out, so <laughs> you don't hear from him after a while. <laughs> but yeah. Nice. And this was a show that was recorded uh, two nights ago as of when we're recording this, and uh, the episode should probably come out about the same time of this episode coming out also, I would assume. You're having high hopes that you're <laughs> the same night that I record it. Well, same Game weekly one. episode, whenever you can get it, Sin. <laughs> the point was it's their most recent one. True. Yeah. I was happy to get in there towards the end when they were doing the um the uh the song picks. Totally had to uh Rickroll and put in some never gonna give you up as my song pick. I don't know if Gator is going to include that or not, though, but I did choose a different song after. Nice. So we're basically talking about you guys crashing their podcast, <laughs> but also I wanted to talk about um, Des. You have your uh, Hephaestus Index updated, I believe. Good, sir? Yes, yes. As posted in announcements, it is completely up to date. Um, everything is in there, including the title SMG. Uh, and including the compass rose now. Um, apparently, I forgot to add that when it came out. So that's there now. I haven't heard that name for a gun in a while. All right. And but yeah, 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 like yeah. the GPU index. So everyone check it out there because we keep just mm -hmm. permanent leaks of that in that channel. I do yep. have a question uh, for you, Dan. How many times mm -hmm. is the title in there? once because we surely get a crap load of titles you should probably put it in there more than once hilariously if i were to include everything as they uh as per instances that they have in uh, light.gg which is like my first source of adding things uh because they have a very uh, nifty feature of uh, new weapons for a season. Um, so you can just like a button click and you just see everything that's been added like during the current season. Uh, but now if you go by that, uh, for whatever reason, the Vow of the Disciple raid weapons show up like three or four different times, not including the Adept versions. And that was weird. <laughs> I have no idea why. They're trying to tell us something. I don't know. Like I, I have no ideas. I, I like examined one of them, and there was no discernible difference between the entries. But just the entries exist separately. So the so raid exotics is in there three times at least. No, 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 no. I think that was that one was in there once. But yeah, 
things like, of course, uh, Lubre's Ruin and Cataclysmic. They have like three or four different selectable entries. Like I said, not including the adept version, which is a separate entry for purposes of things like uh, light.gg. Um, I don't include adept weapons because, at least from the stat lines and such, there's no discernible difference. So it just end up being fairly redundant. And I try to keep things fairly succinct as much as I can. Right. Makes sense. The only redundancies that I know I have in there were when the Ikelos weapons were re technically reissued um, with the Prophecy dungeon. But like I said, I gave them new entries because actually their names changed from version 1.0.1s to version 1.0.2 in their reissue. Oh, yeah. So I ended up yeah. giving them separate uh, entries just because they actually had a name change. So I felt that was justified. Yeah. Version different. Makes sense. Yeah. Hey, drinking anything good tonight, Sen? We're having a little bit of a beer, wine, whiskey talk in the chat. Nothing uh, nothing for me drinking tonight. But uh, the other I, night you did. Oh, yeah. Pothic Inferno. Uh, what is that? You, your picture was really close. I couldn't tell. I had you get, get you all up in that wine. It was a, it's a it red a wine. Blend. Yeah. Red blend? Okay. A, it, with uh, huh. whiskey barrel aged. Uh, oh, so so wait, it's a wine and a whiskey? No, it's it's aged in the whiskey barrels. So okay, you, get, you get that, you get that. Yeah, you definitely get that burn, uh, that little bit of yeah, a burn yeah. in there, and the, when it comes across in the flavor, so it, it is really good. Um, I started liking Apothic before having Inferno. Uh, the red blend, just the regular red blend, is good as well. Uh, and the the aged, the whiskey aged ones, is nice. So. Okay. Uh, kind of gets the best of both worlds for me. Wine and whiskey. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Like whiskey and to... wine. Isn't that yeah. like a 311 song or something? What did you call it? Whiskey and wine. Oh, I don't no. Know uh, whiskey. Now I got to look this up. Oh, God. I know, right? Please. Uh, it will murder me if I don't know. Because it like is whiskey and wine. Whiskey and wine, yeah. There's a 311 song. That's our song pick of the week. Okay. Whiskey and wine <laughs> by 311. <laughs> All <laughs> we'll right. Put a we'll put a link here. Here, I'll put the YouTube link in the, in the live chat. Blast from the past. <clears throat> yep. Check it out, Sin, after the show or during the show because you like to do things at the same time. Multitask. That's, that's, that's uh, every day of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Destiny, has anyone hopped into doing anything with Guardian Games? Dude, I've been doing a lot with Guardian Games. Predominantly, surprisingly, losing to Warlocks. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, pretty much every day has been dominated by Warlocks in first place so far. Yeah, that is true. And it has, from what I saw of like the banner positioning, it has not been close until yesterday. <laughs> like it no, just it has not even been close. It's been like a runaway with warlocks for some reason. I, I am a hundred percent. I am a hundred percent in the belief that this is a community spurt thing, and 
uh, the 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 greater powers that are the vocal minority that have the time to play this game constantly are pretty much decided who's going to win. But I'm still a little questionable if it'll happen in the long run because there's still enough time left where, let's say it switched today oh, yeah. and the whole rest of the time. Because, uh, in fact, Philip did just make a good point. I double-checked on the tower. Titans are on top right now as of this moment. Well, um, yeah, I mean, every every other year hasn't been an entire total blowout. Yeah. So maybe this will just be, we, we will know by our next podcast more what the trend looks like, yeah, but uh, exactly. we'll see if, um, okay, so what, yesterday uh, Hunter's won, though. I'm looking, it's Warlock, 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 okay. Hunter. So and, Hunter did end up pulling it out, that's nice. Yeah, but that's just one, and then if, if this stays, yeah. I mean, we still have a bit till reset, obviously, but if this stays, it looks like Titans are ahead right now. I'm still going to go ahead and predict Warlock's winning. Oh, I hope. <laughs> just like I mean, it would. Yeah, I can't be mad because that would mean, you know, Warlock's. I mean, each class has one a year, which would just be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think the stakes are that high because again, it's just you know, your class's particular segment of the multiple statue will just be highlighted in gold. Is like the grand prize, so uh, and it's, I always forget about it. To be honest, well, I like how they've added just even a little bit more this year to make it interesting. And I'm wondering, oh, yes. any of your thoughts about the uh, playlists, the uh, the the training, and then the competitive, which is basically just almost like equivalent to a nightfall, but they're calling it a strike playlist. I mean, uh, they are nightfalls. Yeah, I know. I don't know why they. Well, I mean, yeah, well, yeah I know they call it too, but because yeah, if you pick up a Nightfall contender card, they will also complete in the competitive and uh, training playlists. Makes sense, but nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, really heavy focus <laughs> on strike scoring. Really heavy focus on all these Vanguard medals in the triumphs, which I think are pretty cool and. Something yeah. that didn't really seem to push that much until I saw it after the fact. And then also I want to have, know everyone's thought on the matchmaking and how well it has worked for you if you've hopped in matchmaking. That was all right. Uh, that doesn't sound too great. <laughs> what do you mean by all right? It goes quick enough. No, I mean like how did you complete like it fine? Do you remember what score you got? How How was it with the blueberries? Because this is... The so, first third level up, it's fifteen fifty this season, but this is the first we haven't had a third level up nightfall matchmaking yet. And that's the exactly. equivalent to that. I mean, the blueberries, we did just fine. Uh, we were able to achieve. I only did really this weekend the one competitive when it unlocked, and I did it match made, and we were able to achieve the platinum score with it. So nice. Uh, like I said, I, you know, I think it's fine. Uh, granted, it's one is a small sample size uh, versus how many match made events were there or match made uh match made uh, runs were done over the weekend you know one a small sample size but you know i don't mind i wouldn't mind trying it again to see but i think honestly with the level that this particular strike is at even though it is um could be difficult um as a grandmaster you know, at this level, it's not bad with match with matchmaking and blueberries. 
yeah, and I'll tell you my experience at the end. Des, did you hop in at Matchmade? Yes, yes, I've uh, Matchmade both training and competitive. Um, I think I tend to like the mindset a little more on the competitive because uh, when I did do it for the competitive, like I mean, it, yeah, it was very easy to get the platinum score. I know training with, I guess, the kind of mismatch or I guess without real stakes or anything. Um, I think the highest I've achieved a couple of times was maybe a gold, barely. Uh, just, you know, with the random blueberries, um, which still isn't awful. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like I said, the first competitive I dropped into platinum, no problem. Um, nothing really went too awfully wrong. So, uh, it feels like the general consensus is, you know, trains just kind of chill, but people tend to, at least from my sm- very small sample size, uh, people are tending to take the competitive side of it a little more seriously, which is nice. Yeah, I think so too. I don't have a much larger sample size. I, I think I may have four, but I'll say three to be safe. I did run in there also with um, Monkey and Muffin, just with our own fire team. But uh, the first day I hopped in and did training, and it wasn't the best experience, mostly because the blueberries were fine, but at the very end, they kept dying. And so it turned into one of these things that I remember seeing a lot in D1, where we'd give it a couple tries, and then we'd wipe on the boss because it was a darkness zone. So you'd have to start the boss fight over again. And then they'd get frustrated, and you see them, you know, they're in their menu, and you know they're going to leave. <laughs> And so they leave, and I'm like, okay, hopefully this is like D1 also, where if I just wait a little bit, someone will get match made in. Sure enough, you know, I did. We started the boss fight over. Someone else came in. But my very first experience, and it was fine, because this was kind of like funny in a way, and slightly frustrating, but I had to go through three different people changes before we finally got it done. (laughs) And by then, our score, we'd gotten all the way up to high gold. I don't know if we had, because got, I got the thing pop up on my screen, gold threshold, but we didn't get to platinum. And, uh, but by the time we finished, it was bronze, because we had lost so much time and score with so many people going in and out. I just wanted to get it done. It was almost one of those things like, I'm just going to be bullheaded and staying here until I get a crew that can get it done. <laughs> so that was interesting. And then I ran it again one other time, and it went much easier and got a platinum on the training. So I had my buff. And then went in competitive uh, once with... uh, I'm trying to remember when I played it. uh, Muffin's in the chat. Did we do that on competitive day? Was it Friday or later, or did we do it on training day? Um, Wait for that message. Okay, training. Maybe it was like a Thursday or something, but... We had a lot of fun running that, and then I did eventually go back in competitive. It might have only been with blueberries, and uh, got to the very end. Everything was going pretty well. Got to the third phase of taking them down. You know, there's like little uh, damage gates, <clears throat> and then we wiped. And I was the last person to die, but the the other people started dying off, and I really tried to stay alive, and I was even on my hunter, but... Unfortunately, I died also. We wiped. And the score was really close. I was starting to get pretty sad. I'm like, oh, are we going to keep the 175k threshold? 
and uh, and it would just reach the mark two where we were starting to lose a little score. And but someone matched in really quick, and we were just barely enough. We ended with like one seventy eight, so barely got it done. Uh, so all this being said, I think you will see some variations. Obviously, we we know this from. I mean, we don't see it as much now, right? With the baby strikes, the strikes that are super easy, it's like dum dums can you know get that done. <laughs> but uh, I I seem to remember this was kind of how it was for some things before, where uh, the harder what were they the night? Uh, I feel like there was the heroic strike playlist, and there were certain days or weeks where it was particularly harder. Like was it the rainbow burn, or there was something that we didn't like that was like yeah. harder. Yeah, I think um, it was just the burn mod the the alignment of certain modifiers, mm -hmm. uh, such as rainbow was just yeah absolutely nightmarish. And I remember, it's kind of one of those things like, well, if you're going to match make in, you may get it done, you may not, just depending on who you get. Yeah. But the thing is, is I think this is a cool experiment. I like it. I like garden games this season. I'm not really like necessarily sure if i'm going to grind much after the first several days is already like eh, i don't know about all the metal grinding but i like the yeah. overall feel of it and all the uh, i love the armor i dropped 12k of uh bright dust to get a warlock and a hunter set Whew. Nice. i am 100 bright i'm 100 bright dust away from getting a second class set and i might actually outright pay for the third because they do look good yeah and the ship is cool that you can get from one of the triumphs. Uh, oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it looks way awesome. I got it. It's you have to get both platinums in one week. So the platinum competitive and then the platinum from the quest. Okay. Okay. I can do that. Yeah, it's it's not hard. Um I have it equipped now. Um I do really like it. I took a ever um a shader request or a shader recommendation from uh Helios and put on blue shift and it does look good on it. Uh, subtle subtle tone changes in the color and I like it um, I think there was one other one that I thought looked really good too I had to gotta go back and look Ooh, and I feel like and based on stuff I was reading in chat also this really looks like when I first came in the tower it didn't look this close but uh, okay you know how much those of us have seen this for a few years the flags seem a lot better more fluid these yeah, days, better right? Now. Yeah, yep. yeah, better, definitely better now. Anyways, Titan and uh, Hunter are kind of neck and neck. It looks like Titan's just barely higher than Hunter. Which is actually really great also for Titans because they released that graph just before GG, uh, Guardian Games uh, happened this year. And I think Warlocks and Hunters were much closer this year in like average playtime for people. Yeah. Which is kind of amazing because hunters kind of blew everyone out of the water for the first two years, but to see warlocks and hunters even somewhat close was a really interesting sign. The Void three point oh, yep, certainly helps. Oh. And before I forget, um, I did some trials labs. Oh, okay. Nice. Tell us about that. I uh, did some freelance, um, and I was able freelance. to get the uh, the uh, the the pinnacle drop from doing trials. Uh, at least 
within a night. Um, and I have now a pretty good PVE DPS Breach Regret. Oh, nice. Okay, maybe yeah. I should hop in too. <laughs> it it oh. was so sad because it happened. It like dropped, and it's like, oh, reads regret. Yeah, yay. You know, because I freaking focused like thirty of those things and couldn't find a good like DPS option. Uh, this one dropped with. It's not accelerated, but it's a magazine perk that increases range. The masterwork is charge time. And it's triple tap and focus fury. So it's like, yeah, that's good. Of course, it just, like, when I'm hunting one, I can't get one, like, to save my life. Just trying to do some trials to get, like, my rank increase. Yeah, yeah, just drop it in my lap, why don't you? <laughs> yeah. So it went from uh, more regret to wait, not as much regret. Yeah, yeah. Says. <laughs> yeah, definitely called him out. It went from all the regret to only slight regret. Be uh, yeah, a uh, Bob Ross happy little accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, happy little accident. Uh, on the raid front, I am happy to finally have my Sherpa emblem. You know, they they oh. fixed that bug or something, and I don't. I didn't know how many more Sherpas I had to get, but I just I checked again, and Bungie Rewards page now says I have enough Sherpas, even though supposedly I have 17 total according to Raid Report, but something finally clicked on the Bungie side, so I now have that emblem, but still chasing the exotic, not a big deal, but it is kind of interesting that this has oh, been wow. my longest running chase so far, and it's not even that bad. I have 37 clears, of course, all those aren't possible clears to get the exotic if i had to guess yeah. 10 maybe at most maybe 12 so, i don't yeah, know something like that you're not hitting like the you're not hitting the dark times yet certainly not yeah but uh, still also answer is real quick uh yeah hunters 100 percent lost the first year we got obliterated by titans everyone got just absolutely annihilated by titans um yeah 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 that happened that first year <laughs> Yeah. So speaking of uh, your Sherpa emblem there, uh, Kingsley, mm -hmm. a few of us did uh, guided games the other night. We wanted to uh, run a, another raid and ended up doing that. Uh, yes. Interesting experience. I was ask on other raid details. Yeah. How, how, tell us all the details. I assume, was it quick to find them or did you have yeah. to wait a little bit? No, uh, the, I don't know how it is on the other side if you're hunting, but, you know, for us, Trying to find people looking for a game was pretty quick. We got it within a matter, I would say, a minute max of uh, posting it up there. So that that aspect of it was really cool. Uh, didn't have to wait long. The um, I would say, as far as you know, being raiders, they were okay. They weren't bad. Uh, they had run it before. It sounded like, but uh, they didn't talk much, and um, can, can pose a problem a little bit if you're quiet or not talking much. One of them I didn't think, I don't think popped in until we were in first encounter, like during the whole opening sequence, uh, we were just typing in, in uh, in-game chat to him. So that rating in particular, you definitely need communication open and going strong. Yeah. And, and we've done the raid, but it's, you got to have those expectations at a time. We've done the raid with, um, 
other people that uh, we don't do vocal communication as much. Uh, we've done typing with crews. Uh, shout out to uh, other fr- people in the Discord, Dunder and uh, Mia. And it works great, but we, we kind of like set that all up ahead of time. But if you're expecting someone to talk and they don't even type and tell you they're not going to talk or something, right. that could be weird, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely shout out to Dunder and uh, Mia. Uh, we just ran one. One was it? Was it this week or was it last week? I, I think, think it was. was. Yeah, Thursday ish. And um, went really well, uh, actually. And Lumina, of course. And uh, who else was in that? The last person was it, Mister Monkey? Monkey? Yeah, I think Monkey's been doing them. Yeah, Monkey, uh, Lumina, uh, Mia, Dunder, you and me. Hmm. Yep. Uh, now, guided games, this is really interesting because especially if they have done the raid before, I mean, maybe they had another good experience with guided game, but I kind of think as guided games is like something that like almost the total noobs do. I kind of wonder why they didn't just do LFG like through the app, you know. I always wonder like why people still try guided games and they probably have to wait a long time too. Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, I can't imagine, you know, why somebody would use it other than the fact that maybe their clan's not that active. They don't have easy access or probably know the things that we do about the 100.io or the in, in-game LFG, or they're maybe just scared to do it. So they do the guided games knowing somebody's willing to Sherpa or willing to be nice. Um, I mean, that could be the only reason I think that. It's, oh my gosh, it's this so is brilliant. so brilliant though. What uh, Muffin said in the chat and, and you know, there's so many aspects to this. She thinks overall guided games has more dedicated and patient people. It can be a better experience. I mean, yeah, you have to be patient waiting for someone to pick you up. That's for sure in the guided <laughs> games. So I, I, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, if, if I was doing the LFG, I would definitely, if I was posting a raid, I'd say chill run, looking for chill people, you know. Or if I was looking to be a pickup for someone else, Definitely don't look for the groups that say now what to do, you know, all that stuff. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if we had to rank it and you could, you could have also considered, do you know the, about the public 100? So it's not just our group, but it's the whole 100. Right. I feel like that's how I actually picked up people like, um, Ed and a friend that he used to play with, uh, I feel like I did a public LFG post there in their 100, but I, yeah, if we had to rank it, Maybe 100 and then guided games, and then LFG would be the most scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say that's fair. I haven't done the, uh, the 100 yet in that approach doing a public game, but I'll, I'll trust you on your word. I mean, it worked well the one time I tried. It was a while ago, and I only did it the once, and uh, the people were all cool. And I think it was the Deepstone Crypt. It was a while ago. Nice. Well, excellent. Uh, yeah, so raiding news too. Uh, oh, I do seem to remember being in a raid with you where I thought you were going to get it for what the fourth time. It sounded like you said like an uh oh or like a oh boy. <laughs> no, I like to end. do that. Every, I like to do that every time now. Okay, just because people know that I've gotten it so many times already. Um, so you just pull on her leg. But honestly, this past week, I've only run one character. So I've only had one lootable run in all my clears this week. Um, you know, my other, other characters are either at the the cap, the pinnacle cap, um, or close. And I hadn't been really running my Warlock. I've been running my Hunter more, especially in Crucible. And my Hunter's already at pinnacle cap anyway. 
So I felt felt no need to do it. Um, the only reason I would really want to go maybe further and do it with other characters is for the red border drops to finish out my um, the patterns, the raid patterns, because I don't have all the raid patterns yet. But honestly, yeah. I'm really a no. Maybe a, a Lubre, a Lubre is I I, I kind of want to finish next. I have the Cataclysm and the uh, the SMG done. Yeah, yeah, legit. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, any other Destiny news anyone wants to talk about, or we can get into um, any interesting news in Zetwab, which I don't think there was too much this week, right? No, that's just not Doctor awful. Strange. That's the only real news this week. All right, go for it. <laughs> I think we're still in spoiler territory, right, Des? Have you you did see it? Yeah, it's definitely. No, I haven't spoiler. seen it yet. It's in oh. spoiler territory. I will okay. murder you through this internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> and if Fire and I were uh, talking back and forth over DM uh, about it, oh, there are some questions after, but uh, I'll wait till you uh, see it. And we can we can open up the forum, bring you in, and discuss. Okay, but you didn't even at least, you could stay spoiler free and still say like what rating you would give it or overall um, thoughts. See, I'm very lenient on my rating ratings in general, but I would definitely give this one a 10. I thought it was uh, really well done. Oh. Uh, they did pack a lot of content in there, and um, there was a lot left without you know spoiling anything. Uh, there's still a lot left to be seen, in, I would say, inside the Marvel, Marvel Universe. Uh, oh, some questions that weren't answered. Um, you know, I would say definitely watch things. But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> For anybody who hasn't watched it, definitely watch uh, WandaVision first. Um, you know, I think that was <clears throat> yeah. definitely a pre prerequisite to watching the movie. Um, actually, if you go by the producers and such, not only WandaVision, but the Loki series are kind of prerequisite to mm. Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I could I could see Loki uh, for that fact uh, for the multiverse portion of it, but um, yeah, I could. Well, cool. I uh, I um, watched uh, the show Outer Range. Has anyone heard about that? A new show on Amazon that people were saying it's like a western, like meets Lost. No, anyways. I didn't love it as much as uh, people were talking it up. It has Josh Brolin as the main character. And uh, the best part of it was like the music and the soundtrack. But I watched the whole season just to kind of make sure. But um, like they watched it pretty like, much like they released two thirds of the episodes one week. And then the next week they had like the final two or three. So the season is done, fully released. So pretty much binged it, and I don't know. I just wanted so much more thinking about Lost. And at the very, very end, there was a cool twist that I didn't see. But even that one twist, that's like you'll have three of that level in one episode of Lost. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know how it has anything to compare to Lost. But um, it's an interesting show if anyone wants to check it out, for sure. I won't give anything away about it in case. All right, let us then go to oh, Twab. Um, oh, yeah. Also, yep, yep. Moon Knight has ended. Moon Knight, yeah. I have not watched any of it. I I, am, uh, I do want to watch it, though. 
But now that it's all no, there, I'm going to binge it. Yeah, it's 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 a super good watch. Um, do not. It's kind of like Eternals. Don't a hundred percent expect a normal Marvel experience. Okay. And definitely get rid of, or definitely uh, do not expect any kind of uh, preconceptions you might have of a Disney experience either. Because I will say, just with a lot of, not even just violence and such, but just a lot of subject matter, that this is like the first time that I watched, I watched this and I'm like, this is on Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Muhafu in the chat says, uh, maybe it'll be released on Disney Plus by the time he's done watching the prerequisites. But honestly, the, the show's... Uh, both Loki and uh, WandaVision. I think those series are short enough that they're easily bingeable within a few days. Yeah, because um, they're eight to nine episodes long, um, 40-ish minutes apiece. Right. Like, it's kind of the formula for the Marvel Disney Plus stuff. Yeah. Bite-sized chunks. Yeah. And again, especially now... You know, uh, the only bad thing is Disney does not believe in the Netflix methodology of just dumping everything in your lap, so it's not bingeable from the start. But yeah, this, especially by now, it's it's all 100 percent bingeable. Yeah. Yeah. So do it. Do it. All right. Twab twab of mine. I mean, anything we want to talk about, we don't have to. Actually, looking at pulling this up now, there is a large portion in the middle. I'm actually super impressed. They answered more than ever before so many clarifications and questions that people have about the other mega twop that we didn't even get all the way through because we had a guest interview the week after. Right. Um, They actually went into a lot of detail in this twop. Not only to clarify... um, the twab before last, but to like explain, like they they completely lifted the veil behind aim assist, like entirely. They they a hundred percent explain exactly what aim assist does. So, like I said, it's it's a, it's a lot of good information. Yeah, um, yeah. How many key points? I didn't actually read it. I didn't read all of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's a lot of explanations. It is, it is a lot of clarifications. Uh, There's some pictures like in the, here with the aim assist. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because they actually show you and explain how the aim assist works from the programming uh, aspect, I believe. And they do that in order to explain how the aim assist will work for uh, in-air accuracy. Um, so definitely for more information on that, and if you're really interested in the finer tuned mechanics of things, definitely give this stuff a read. It's it's definitely interesting. Uh, they actually define their terminology of scalar, which is just a fancy way of saying a multiplier. Um, so stuff like that. I mean, it's it's nothing like super super necessary to know or anything. Um, 
the one thing they definitely do clarify is like uh, armor scavenger perks are being disabled for PvP, just all of them. Um, so it's not just like special weapons to keep the special weapon economy down. Yes, all uh, scavenger mods are going to be disabled. Yeah. Um, they do mention also the fact that uh, they don't want to push everyone to running double primaries again. Um, but because of this special ammo economy, running double primaries is going to be a stronger tactic for starving the enemy team. So, you know, there's that to keep in mind. Ooh, yeah, we'll see how that turns out. Um, but of course, also to remind people, uh, with these chains, like, you're only going to drop one, like, one round. Yeah. Uh, just the uh, from your special. Regardless of how much you have, as long as you have at least the one round, you'll drop one round. Uh, they also do clarify uh, the snapshot changes. Um, so, effectively, um, snipers will feel snappier uh, to zoom in without uh, Snapshot, of course. But with Snapshot, they won't feel... Even with Snapshot, they actually won't feel quite as snappy as they used to because of the certain changes that they've made. Uh, they do clarify that the BXR-55 Battler from the 30th anniversary, 25th anniversary, the anniversary stuff, um, will be buffed with the lightweight archetype changes. Because even though technically it's not a lightweight, it does share the rate of fire. So, it, but it will also be getting that buff. Uh, they confirmed that the retrace path or legendary trace rifle is getting trace rifle buffs. Um, they're confirming slug shotguns are getting the nerf to shotguns, at least part of it, because obviously slug, eh, slug shotguns don't have pellet spread, so they can't nerf that on a slug shotgun. Uh, good grief. Um, uh, very interesting piece of information here is that they are a couple actually for this one, uh, as people apparently ask where Vex class lied, uh, for like the airborne effectiveness and how it's going to be considered because, you know, technically it's a fusion rifle. It fires like an auto rifle. It has linear fusion rifle mode. How, where's it going to sit? And, uh, they do mention that, or of course they give the Vex's uh, effectiveness stat, which would be at 19. But at least for translating the stability, um, its stability into flinch resistance and how the airborne effectiveness is translated, it is being treated as an auto rifle. So there's that. Um, but here's the other interesting Is Le Monarch affected by necrotic grip? Um, because, again, Necrotic Grip will include a buff to... Because people caught it. Um, it will include a buff to Weapons of Sorrow. Uh, for, I believe, Airborne Effectiveness. Um, which, canonically, is very few weapons. Um, but because of the... Them changing Limonarch to an actual poison... Uh, damage type, 
a lot of people thought Le Monarch might be considered a weapon of sorrow, because I did see that going around a little bit. But um, <laughs> Bungie is definitely clarifying. Le Monarch is not a weapon of sorrow, and is not going to become one. The only weapons that count as weapons of sorrow currently in the game are Thorn and Osteostriga. Hmm. And Touch of Mouse when it comes out. <laughs> they don't say that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's our that, that's our other canonical weapon of sorrow is the touch of malice. Oh, and uh, potentially necrochasm. Oh yeah. Necro- Ooh, I forgot about that weapon. Yeah. And also potentially uh it, the Crota Raid weapons, just in general. So technically Whisper of the Worm might be well, I mean, no, they say, okay, fair enough. Um, anyhow, so yeah, so a lot of like uh, clarifications. Um, there's a lot of things that they're going to be saying that they're going to be keeping their eyes on, um, such as a lot of the questions were that the auto rifle number or the auto rifle changes seem small, um, but they do tell us because of like zoom scalar changes uh, and other things, the change is larger than it sounds. But they do plan to look at primary weapon balance more in season 18, which will, of course, include auto rifles. So more sweeping sandbox changes, potentially in season 18. Oh, and another question. Uh, The full auto fire mode that was going to be, or the full auto option that was going to be added as an accessibility option that they promised a while back um, they do clarify that they are shooting for a season 19 release on that, um, but they're not going to be able to get it in season 17 or 18 for sure. So they are shooting for season 19. Yeah. I mean, you can still, of course, just to remind people, there is a mod you can put in to do it temporarily. Yes. <clears throat> this is the thing where it'll be what a setting in your setting screen you can do it for all weapons or something like that. Yes. Um, yeah. It's currently the ret- uh, auto. Full auto retrofit is their band-aid for that situation, uh, which works on pulse rifles, sidearms, scouts. Man, I've been using it on trustee. That already has a faster fire rate. Uh, So in full auto, it's actually kind of nice. You you know trustee is full auto, right? Is it already? Yeah. God. (laughs) because <laughs> it's a rapid fire frame uh rapid fire scout rifles are already full auto all right silly me <laughs> i mean it's, i've used it, it also on the um pointed inquiry but then i just put yeah. it on trusty afterwards i'm like ooh, this one's faster <laughs> um yes uh it's it's a very small detail that gets overlooked fairly often um because uh, I, I i seem to remember someone being surprised that Aisha's embrace is also full auto. Um, which, trust me, that was the my exact issue with like the last word for the first half of the time I was using it back in D1. Because I didn't translate in my head that fanfire, the way it was worded, meant pull the trigger down and you're just going to fire forever. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Uh, and it's it's also like precision frame rocket launchers already have built-in tracking. So I just don't use scouts that much, but yes, right here. I mean, intrinsic trait. Obviously, you're you know, at rapid fire frame fires full auto with deeper ammo reserves. Yes, 
it's like it's 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 a missable, um, very slight addition because I do believe it is only basically uh, the rapid fire scout rifles that have that addition. Uh, because of course, rapid fire snipers, rapid fire autos don't have that addition. So it, it's fair to overlook it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's all good. But then that means I don't have to have it all. <laughs> no, no, no. Not for trusty or Aisha's embrace, or if you're still using Randy's throwing knife, for whatever reason. Oh yeah, I mean. I forgot. Yeah, that's obviously auto. So, uh, hmm. yeah. And that was kind of at the time too. I was like, oh yeah, this is the exception because it's a scout, but it's full auto. But uh, yeah, I did not remember or know about trusty. And uh, so it is the rapid fire frame. Thanks for, I can hopefully burn that into my brain. Right. I will forget it. I'm, I'm sure of it. I won't remember it. (laughs) It might, I don't have also, a lot. it might have also been attached to a foundry potentially because um, back when D2 Vanilla launched foundries had slight uh, archetype differences um, such I mean, all precision frame rocket launchers were Haka precision so they were actually labeled as Haka precision frames or what might still be there for the Soros rapid fire Sidearms, the fact that they also fire full auto was a service rapid fire. Uh, the three round burst sidearms were all Omelon adaptive frame sidearms uh, because those were the first three burst, three round bursts, but that one has been condensed to just adaptive uh, sidearms, so you definitely have to pay attention there if you're ever wondering. So, yeah. Hmm. Vernacular changes. <laughs> Pay attention right. to your archetype. Yeah, it yeah. might help. <laughs> Anything else? Um, top bars. Uh, like I said, that's the meat and the potatoes of. It, it is. I mean, the, once uh, they do mention, um. They will be starting in season seventeen. We will be a, capable of gaining a gold border yes. on crafted weapons. Um, the prerequisites for that are going to be to have an enhanced intrinsic perk and two crafted enhanced traits. Yep. And so you're making will... your weapon saying it's elite mode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that will give it the pretty gold border that everyone wants, which is entirely understandable. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've been trained by Destiny for years by now to know that when a weapon has a gold border, it's done. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have don't... to work on it anymore. It's it's complete at that point in time. Yeah, so I could have it on my turnation right now, but I can't because it's not till next season. <laughs> <laughs> My glaive, uh, I think, is the only one that I got the enhanced on. I was going to do some of the other ones, but never did it. And now I just have these, uh, well, those ascendant alloys. I just have uh, have them sitting around doing nothing. I should I should honestly go back in and mess around and upgrade some perks and try a few things out, but haven't had weird. the motivation to go do it. 
two weeks away by the time this comes out to the next season. Can you believe it? Are we? So is there no gap between Guardian games and no, the next season? This, this wow. time there's not. Yeah, and a few of us were surprised and double-checked in the season thing and double-checked yeah. the Guardian games is three weeks. But yeah, we have... We're recording this right now, fifteen days. But again, by the time it comes out, basically, 12, um, you know, fourteen days. Well, yeah, we may be a few delayed. Don't hold us to it. But uh, <laughs> anyways, two weeks basically is what we have left. Mm. Crap! I need to hurry up and. Well, actually, no. Well, no, yeah, because seasonal activities don't go away anymore. Yeah, never mind. I'll, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll play catch up on that title because I got lazy on. It's just Guardian Games stuff, I guess, and uh, well, and maybe the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. sets for the uh, the the oh uh, no, yeah, hundred percent stuff, yeah. Oh well, I don't even care about that anymore. As long as I get the weapon, I don't. <sighs> for those that Ty... do care, I don't care. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For those that care, that's that's good on you. But as soon as they made them super grindy in short seasons, I've lost any interest in collecting the ornaments. My last one. That's Vanguard, good for you. Surprisingly. And are you just banging your head? <laughs> <sighs> I'd rather be doing something else. I'd rather be maybe doing a raid, even though I've done what Val fifty close to fifty times now. I'd I'd much rather be doing that versus you know doing strikes over and over because I'm just right now grinding for a number. You know, granted, it is helping with the uh, Guardian games and you know right. medals, but. Um, so right now you're getting tired of grinding for a number, but yeah, you have no problem grinding for a triumph score. I think yeah, I that's, that's the only reason, the number, but... and that's <laughs> almost the same number. Yeah, because it is a what triumph is it, like a associated twenty Isn't points. It a really twenty? Hmm. Twenty points for obtaining the skin. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but when you're neck and neck with everyone, I know why you need it. But it's absurd for most of us, and. Yeah, I mean, I'm going mean, to say I'm looking neck. I'm like 500 uh, points away or so from third, which is certainly doable, uh, which is kind of why I wanted to renew a little bit more focus on some of these master challenges, like Master Vogue, getting a Master Vogue clear, uh, getting my Vogue title. Uh, you know, those points are like 25 and 50 in some cases, so... You know that certainly is helpful when you're when you're hunting that score versus a five point score or one that I'm looking at right now for seasonal where you have to open up the seasonal chest at the end. This last phase of it's two points, and I've had like no motivation to go in there and just finish out a couple runs for two points. I'm slowly, <coughs> excuse me, sorry for coughing in the mic. I am slowly. I do want. <laughs> sorry, I should have hit mute. <laughs> my. my my computer was I mean, how you really side. feel. Well, how I really feel is I do want to get the gumshoe title, but that one is a little annoying with some RNG needed in the um in the uh wellspring the and in the world drop. Yeah. I'm oh, getting yeah, this yeah, I, I have like one to two of of a couple weapons left. I'll get it eventually. The the once I get those, I have everything else done for gumshoe, but I need like two more for tittle diddles, as you call it, sin. And I need, I think I need three even of the world drop one. Uh, I don't think I've gotten any red borders of that. So that's going to be the craziest one. But yeah, the um, the wellsprings were the worst ones for me. And I ended up 
clearing those out um, early on enough in the season allow me to focus on some other things. And honestly, I haven't really been back to the throne world or wellspring since. A uh, forensic nightmare. Yes. Uh, I've obviously gotten forensic nightmare, but no red border drops of it. Weird. Absolutely none. I thought they give you forensic nightmare red border in the campaign. Um, they give you it in the Finch tree. I think, or no, he's he's saying he deleted yeah. it. He deleted it. Didn't feel like grinding it out, and now he's sad. No, oh. what? I didn't say well, I didn't feel like case. grinding it out. I am grinding it. I mean, well, yeah, I don't totally feel like it, but I don't remember <laughs> deleting one. If I did, bet on me. But I have not I gotten did. any that I can remember. <laughs> like I, said, I, I seem to remember getting have because I think I have a forensic nightmare. Red border. Uh, I think uh, a quick double check here, and I well, can... obviously people do. They have the title. Sen has the title, but I just well, yeah, hundred uh, percent. I I oh no, it's done. So yeah, I've actually had multiple. Hmm. Never mind. So I can't quite be as good of a. I at least tester. have been looking. Control. There we go. Yeah, I, I have been looking at some point because I've been more semi-actively working on that title for close to a month now. I didn't do it at the very beginning. And uh I every time I get a you know throne world drop or a package level up or whatever, I very rarely get pointed inquiry and when I do it hasn't been a red. So uh nonetheless I'm still getting bad RNG going forward. You want to talk about hilarious bad RNG though? Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of like training stuff. Or the I did a lot more of the training playlist uh, and like recreational or whatever. Specifically, kind of hunting, like for a higher chance of uh, the nightfall weapons, because I don't have a good hothead. So I could definitely use a good hothead. How about every time I've done the training playlist, it's always given me prisons, the uncommon drop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every because I've been single people. time. That it's is, given that me is the prisms. I've gotten no nightfall weapon drops. Even killing like all the champions, which gives you like the best chance in any nightfall mode. I've gotten just the prisms. <laughs> like two prisms every run. I got a it's... golf ball on my first drop, and that wasn't even in the training list. <laughs> I do think I got a yeah. hothead, but uh yeah. No, like I, I go in expecting maybe getting. Cause I have a a workable one at least because it does have explosive light, so it is nice. But uh, yeah, going in like, oh, maybe I'll get a good one, and like like every run it's like two prisms. Okay, cool, two prisms. Oh, okay, all right, two 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 more prisms. Great. Great. It, it's it's some of the. <laughs> Best worst RNG I've had, considering again it's the uh, it's the listed uncommon drop, but it's what I've always got. Yep. Hey, stockpiling. That's, I mean, that's kind of what I'm going to have to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, anything that else we want to talk about before the end of season? I mean, it, let us know too what you're working on for the end of the season or things you want to get accomplished. I uh, do want to give a shout out because it's kind of beginning-ish of the month. 
for our patrons. And we have, I was going to say, roll. Sin and Des, but you guys are admins. That's why in there, I'm in there too. <laughs> we don't pay for our own podcast. What we do with our time, sweat and tears. Yes, we do. But Blood, uh, sweat and tears. Yep. That's right. But I want to give a shout out to Girthy Marble Men. <laughs> Kato. Red Grackle. Philip, I, I won't say what his name is right now on the Discord. <laughs> blub blub. Uh, fuck him. Um, we have also All Thumbs, Cloud Nebula, Gator, and Mr. Monkey. Thank you very much, everyone. Indeed. Uh, generous, generous individuals. You guys are amazing. And use your generosity to pick your perks for the month of May. Yeah, get them out right. quick, guys. Come on. Let us know in our Patreon channel. You too, if you join for the low price of $5 a month, you get a special channel you can chat with us in, and you get certain perks if you want to change Sin's name, if you want to uh, bump up a question to ask Des about lore stuff, if you just want to basically bug us, that's the whole point of this, right? You're like helping us out, but you're also having fun bugging us, so uh, do it. It's you, worth it. You are... You are earworms, and you become our temporary supervisors. Yes, <laughs> at least I for know. a limited time. <laughs> we do joke. I mean, we have, even though we're the admins of the Guardian Hub, we do have an HR department that keeps us in track. Uh, you know who you are, <laughs> and the patrons keep us in track too. So, <laughs> just remember, at HR, at yes, HR, at HR. <laughs> it's one of those uh, hidden tags, right? It works, yes. but I don't. I don't know how well it pops up in the uh, drop-down list. <laughs> uh, yes, for sure, Philip. You can get rid of Sin's shovel cat name. So maybe pick that perk right away and let us know. But <laughs> if you are going to change it, Sin, you got to tell the story real quick. Maybe like a 30-second version on the podcast. And uh, maybe not so so gross. Yeah. Oh, God. Do I have um, to this again? <laughs> yeah, I'll make it brief because I've told it a few times. I'll I'll see if Gator keeps it in in GDC because it was kind of like the after dark after the show ended. He was still recording, so I don't know if he'll include it. But uh, sometime Thursday, Wednesday night into Thursday, um, a dead animal carcass was brought onto my yard. Uh, I have a fenced-in backyard, so it was in like the front, kind of kind of right at like the border where my yard meets the neighbor's Wait, yard. Do you think someone put it there? Uh, if they did, they're a one sick, demented person. I think it was probably <laughs> That's an what animal. I'm wondering now, you think um, it just died there? Not someone. Put I it think there. it was buried somewhere else, and I think it was brought by another animal. Ew. Yeah. Uh, uh, ew. Like the it was. You know, I, I didn't think it was that bad until I went out there. But the uh, short version is, it was, it was bad. Like it had been gone for a while, let's say, and. um insides were out and the smell was putrid uh my buddy of mine that i went to see uh the um the multiverse dr change the multiverse um helped me get rid of it he held the bag and both of us have very weak stomachs and uh as it i finally got it into the bag that i was going to put out for trash the next day uh he dropped the bag and i finally got a strong whiff of the odor and about lost it uh, but it, it was, it was, it was pretty bad. Uh, we, we didn't let the, we told, we told the kids it was a bird. We didn't want to tell a them it was, a, it was, it was a cat. 
And, um, and I heard the cat was like liquefying and bones popping off when you were trying yeah. to pick it up. Yeah. Like I said, it, the decomposition of it was sorry. I made that worse. Yeah. It, it was awful to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, gross stories for you out here on the guiding up podcast for you to listen to listen into. Yeah. I didn't tell the other story. Um, it's kind of another sad story. The, um, after that, after the disposal, uh, my buddy was driving, we were leaving my neighborhood and there were cars up one of the roads that, uh, lead you out to the main, main, main road, um, that we would take leaving the development. And this, um, our development's basically split by this access road, which I think the speed limit's like 35 miles an hour, but there's a lot of townhouses on one side, a lot of single family on the other. Uh, we were leaving and we were going to go up that road to get out, um, and there were a bunch of cars um, on both sides of the road and it looked like nobody was going by. So we were like, uh, we're not going to mess with this. We just went straight and went out the other entrance. We'll come to find out later. I'm in the uh, end part of the movie and my wife texted me and said uh, there was a four-year-old kid that was hit by a car. And that's when it was. We had driven right past it. A four-year-old was hit by a car. Uh, found out later that the uh, lady or the girl that was driving the car, I think she was on her phone. And I think I also read somewhere after the fact that she might've been intoxicated um, and uh, found out the cool. kid was going to be okay. Some bruises, scrapes, bloody nose, uh, maybe some swelling. Okay, but, good. Uh, well, this is a super sad story. Yeah. We're going to have to not have you tell stories anymore soon. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's, uh, it's sad for the fact that, you know, that you know, could happen to anybody. Uh, you know, oh, I have yeah. a five-year-old and a three-year-old and, you know, it just takes one one person not paying attention when you're in a neighborhood full of kids, and something like that could happen. Yeah, I the only the 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 good things is the kid sounds like it could have been worse, and hopefully, been worse. people can at least in your area realize, um, you know, how many people actually saw that. But still, it is a good reminder for everyone: watch how you drive. Exactly. Sure. No texting and driving, especially in a neighborhood with kids. Yep. 100% special. All right. Well, we turned that around, made it a good learning lesson. (laughs) Right. And don't pick up putrid cats on your front lawn. Don't don't ask for any help from me. It's it's a no from me, dog. Call Gator in next time. He'll he'll come out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll we'll use, we need more patrons to sign up so we can get some funds. We'll fly Gator out and he can take care of your cat problem next time. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, he actually had a story of his own after that, and that end uh, after. Oh yeah, he, of yeah, his. yep. He can tell that oh. another time if anyone hasn't heard <laughs> it. I, I I know that story. New yeah. subscription tier, after dark <laughs> stories. Yes, <laughs> or or the subscription tier can be uh, uh, help with uh, animal control problems or something. <laughs> Anyways, uh, good good stuff. Um, well, uh, let's finish up here with starting with uh, reminding everyone uh, where people can find you, Des, and all your information. Um, relevant information, you can find me on Twitter at DES underscore Raven, home of the fastest index. As mentioned earlier, it is up to date and good to go. Um, you can also, of course, find me in our discords uh, where I'm lurking around, uh, not especially paying attention to any Indian, any individual channel, but kind of paying attention to certain individual channels, um, because sometimes it's a madhouse trying to keep track of all of them. Then, Ooh, yes, uh, they can find me 
on Twitter as well, sin underscore media, or in the Discord next to you all. Definitely not over in the FS the same decks. I leave that up to you. Shufflecat Kingsley, where can they find you? Trying to pass that bad juju on me? Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> you can find me as Kingsley Mac, all the places, except for Twitter where I'm MC Kingsley. Now you can find our show either on Twitter as the Guardian Hub, or you can find our show with all of the links and information to join the clan Discord, all of the above, at our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sin. Thank you, Des. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week again, and we will talk to you all again next week. Have a good one. Bye. Later. Later.